0: Hey, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. So before we get into today's episode, this is a good one. Today, you're going to hear me coaching someone about how to make an offer, and I think you guys are going to get so much out of it. Before we dive into that, I just wanted to ask you, are you ready to quit? Are you ready to at least plan for the quit? Have you gotten to a point where you're just feeling like, I need this to be not on a to-do list, but on a to-done list? If you want to be able to take the steps so that you don't have to take a leap, but you can build the runway now while you have your job or while you're still trying to figure it out so that in the new year you can quit, so that in the next summer you can quit, then you should join the Quitters Club. In the Quitters Club, I'm walking you through all of the steps so that you can very responsibly plan your big quit day. I'm going to teach you how to ditch your day job. I'm going to teach you how to come up with what is your gift and your zone of genius and how you can start to make money doing what you love. And you can start doing that now as a side hustle. And then we'll show you how you can continue to build that every single week. Not only will you get the workshops, but every single week you'll be there in the community. And my team, we will help you figure out how to sort through whatever questions you have, how to figure out, which thing is your product or your course or your membership, or what is it going to be the thing that you're going to create? Is it an event? Is it a podcast? How are you going to monetize your gifts? We're going to help you do that. If you go to kathyheller.com slash quitter, you can get all the details on this. It's been so cool to see people joining this movement. The Quitters Club is on fire. There are so many people in there now there are such good people in there now who are starting to live in a way where they feel like they're in alignment and they're doing things that feel like they're meant to do. And not only that, but when you join the Quitters Club, you get all of these extra master classes. Some of my smartest and best business friends from Christy Wright to Allison Bird to Jasmine Starr. There's some amazing stuff in there. You definitely want to check it out. It's the place to be if you want to learn how to finally do what you were put here to do and make a living getting paid to be you. So come on and join me. You can sign up at com slash quitter. All right. So today's episode, I'm sharing a coaching call that I did in one of my programs. The first half is about the three steps to making your offer. And then we're going to get into some exercises that you can do to get clarity around what what your branding should be. I know that mastering the mindset component is the real foundation to success, but I also want to give you more of these tactical tips because following these concrete steps can make some of the processes easier to manage. So take notes if you can, because we're going to cover a few templates and prompts that you can use no matter what kind of business you want to create. All right, so let's get started. Let's talk about your offer, all right? Are you excited? Let's talk about your offer. So there are a few pieces to an offer, okay? First of all, you don't just go to a person or to a Facebook page and say, hi, I'm selling chocolate-covered marshmallows, bye. Like it just doesn't work, right? you don't just walk over to someone and, and you're at a party and you go, I organize houses. I charge $300. Uh, Want to book it? That would just be so awkward and weird. So what we first do is we want to engage people, right? And so you can engage people over the course of time. That's a good thing to do, right? we talked about that and made to do this in terms of like, Connecting with people on social, connecting with people through content, like a podcast, connecting with people through emails. But let's say you haven't even done that yet. Let's say you're not even there. When you go to make the offer, you're still going to want to start with some kind of engagement. Otherwise, that's just not how human beings interact. So you want to start with maybe some kind of a question, right? Like, hey, are you still frustrated because you have all this clutter from all that stuff, you know, in your kid's room? I could help you with that, you know? So you engage with them. You also wanna make sure that what you're telling them, right, is very, very clear, right? So you're gonna see as we go through this that we've kind of like created scripts for you. And whether you are doing a product or a service or you are selling a, a class, it all still applies. And we're gonna show you how it applies. But you're gonna start with engagement then you're going to be very like clear, like, this is what I do. This is what this is. And the last thing you're going to do is you're going to create some kind of a reason for people to take the initiative. And so you might want to say, this price is good for Labor Day, right? Or this is something that I only have space for five people. I mean, right now, that school I just told you about my daughter, she said, I hate doing this to you because I know you're still in between deciding whether you're coming back, not. She's like, I have to know by the middle of the week, I have to. And it creates urgency in me, right? It definitely does. And she's not doing that to be anything other than that's really what's, what's real. And it's because She needs to know because one thing leads to another thing. It's like a domino. There's a feeling that we have to keep changing, right? About the way that we approach sales. You're not doing anyone any favors by setting it out. You're not doing anyone any favors by not charging. You're not doing anyone any favors by not giving them the impetus to actually go ahead and and to do this, right? And so when we go into target and they're having a sale, nobody's mad at target that they're having this, like right now you can get it for this price, right? You actually feel that that's a, that's a good thing, right? That's that actually makes you feel cared for, right? If you go somewhere and they say, you know, if you do this now you're going to get this ticket for this price. If you wait, it goes up. That's great because it's helping you make that decision. And so There's all different kinds of buyers, but your buyer is actually going to appreciate that. Okay, now let's talk about your offer. Type a one in the chat if you sell products, if you sell headbands or candles or anything that's product related, okay? This is how you're going to do it. You're going to take a picture of your product, okay? So you could take a picture of the cake pops. You could take a picture of the headbands that you make, whatever it is. So example would be you take a picture of a little watercolor painting and you're going to complete the sentences, right? These are really special because these cake pops are really special because they're gluten-free. These are really great for somebody who needs a dessert that happens to be yummy and nobody knows that it's gluten-free, okay? So an example, this five inch watercolor painting is great for someone who wants to brighten their desk or dresser with art. And just kind of, I'm going to walk you through this so it's going to make sense. So step three, you're going to add a call to action, right? So call to action is super important. I think that a lot of times you guys, at least at this point, are in a place where you know some of this, but sometimes you miss one thing. And then you're like, why did a not get to be. Why did one plus one not equal two? It's because you were missing the second one, right? I want you to know, God, I wish I could take you behind the scenes of one of my launches. I wish I could take you behind the scenes when I'm pouring into one of my best friends and I'm talking to her about her last launch. And I'm saying, this is criminal that this many people signed up for your program. Let's look at it. And she's saying, well, I did this and I did this and I'm like, but what about this? Right? Like it actually matters more than you think. Even if you've got the brownie mix and you've got an egg, but you forget to add the sugar, you forget to add the butter, you forget to put it in the oven. You just put all the ingredients together. If you leave one thing out, it's not a little thing. It's a ginormous thing. It actually means, it means more than you think it means. You have to make it easy for people. You have to make it easy for people to know how to buy. You also have to make it easy before, like I said, to know clearly what the promise is. You also have to know before, like I said, how to talk to people. So it comes across like it's a little bit of a casual engaging thing. First, there's a stack to all of this. Okay. And so We're going to get into more and more of that as we go. So a call to action is I have just three of these. I have just three of these headbands. They're available at a special rate this week only. DM me to take advantage of this limited offer for only $12 or whatever you charge. charge. Okay. So let's put it together. So if you're going to write an offer for a product, you're going to say, you're going to post the picture. Okay. And this is only something that you really probably need to do for a product. Although... You could post some kind of a graphic or something if you have a service or a, a course, for sure. It gives it a little bit more like zhuzh to have like some visual. In any case, so we're going to put it all together. You're going to post the picture and you're going to say, this five-inch watercolor painting is great for someone who wants to frighten their desk or dresser with art. I have three of these custom mini paintings available in the next few days at a special rate. DM me to take advantage of this limited offer, only $12. So then it says you can replace DM with hit reply or let me know, depending on which of the three outreach methods. So we're going to talk about this right now. So what's going to happen is we don't want you to just post this in your social media because that's only one way to go. I want you to know that if I post something on Instagram, 5% of my audience, let's say, sees it. Then sometimes those people will share it at this point. Like people do do that. I post something in my Facebook page, my personal Facebook account, I get like four comments, right? Like even me, right? Even me who who feels like I have a little bit of momentum going on, my Facebook friends and family are barely looking at what I'm doing still, right? It has to be something like super cool. And then a lot of people comment and then it kind of like takes off. You can't rely on posting right now on social media to grow your business. And even it's the same thing. Let me give you, let me give you a fact. When we do made to do this. Even with the testimonials, even with the video, even with the word of mouth, even with the wait list, when I post it on my Instagram and say, we're opening the doors to me to do this, people are like, okay, they have to go through the launch. They have to be a part of it. They have to like be there, have the experience. And then it's like, there is a little bit of a frenzy, but that's not happening because I post it on social media. So we want you to do what we're calling a three by three. So you're going to post it on your social media. But then you're going to text it to three people. You're going to email it to three people. And that social media thing, you cannot just post it once because we know that there's this thing called algorithms and they don't, they're not on your side. So you're going to post it three times, not all on the same day, but like a few days apart. And now I'm going to show you how to do it if you have a different kind of an offer, okay? By the end of this, I think you're, you're going to get it. It's going to be very concrete. Okay, let's say you have a service-based business, okay? So you're going to start with a question. Do you ever wish someone would help you with blank? Have you ever been wanting help with blank? So example, do you ever wish someone would help organize your bedroom closet? I can help you with that. Okay, so step two, this is great for someone who wants blank. My service is great for someone who wants to clear out clutter, okay? Keep going. We're going to stop this. So you're going to, you're going to start to see how everything we're doing. We're literally repeating the same pieces, the same blocks, and then we're putting them together for each of the different offers. Whether you have a service business, whether you have a course, whether, okay. Step three, call to action. I have three spots available this week, only at a special rate for a 60 minute session. DM me to take advantage of the special offer for only whatever you're going to charge. Now, I put it together. For example, do you ever wish someone would help organize your bedroom closet? I can help you with that. My service is great for someone who wants to clear out clutter. I have just three spots available at a special rate for a 60 minute session. DM me to take advantage of the special offer for only whatever it is. You're going to post that in your social media. You're going to text it to three different people and you're going to email three different people. When you text three different people, If for some reason you can't think of three people who for sure you think want help or you think that they might be curious, you can also say, do you know somebody who might know this? I would so appreciate if you have anybody in mind. Okay, keep going. By the way, just curious, type a two in the chat if you have a service-based business, if you do something that's a service. I love it. I love how well-rounded this group is. And i bet a bunch of you do a couple of these things, right? Okay, so now we're going to do coaching. Step one, you're going to create a question about your offer. Do you ever wish you could blank? Have you ever been wanting help with blank? Example, do you ever wish you could lose weight? I actually can help you with that. My coaching is for someone who wants blank. My 60-minute coaching session is great for someone who's tired of dieting and wants to finally feel good in their skin. Okay, let's keep going. So step three, I have three spots available this week only at a special rate for 60 minute session. DM me to take advantage of special offer. So we're going to put it together. Do you ever wish you could lose weight? I can help you with that. My coaching is great for someone who's tired of dieting and wants to finally feel good in their skin. I actually have three spots available this week only at a special rate. You can DM me to take advantage of the special coaching session for only blank. And you're going to text it to a few people. You're going to email it to a few people. And you're going to post it on social media three times over a few different days. So it's the three by three. As we continue to keep going, what I want you to understand, this is what we have to keep saying. If you sat down with Warren Buffett and told him that you have a business and it's a coffee shop and it's on Main Street and it's open every six weeks for an hour, and then it closes, and then it's going to be open again in nine months, You know, for one day, he would say that that's a business that doesn't exist. That's a failing business. There's no way that that business is going to work. I know that all of this comes down to resistance. It's like, here we go. Who am I to post this? How annoying of me to reach out. And so, whatever we are not changing, we keep choosing. So, when we make the decision that we really want that life that's right here. You know, that, that feeling that's right in the edges here that you could almost like, you can almost taste it, but you just don't quite live it yet. It's like through the looking glass. Through the looking glass, there is a world where you could see yourself maybe in your dreams, just bouncing through the day. Like through the looking glass, there is something out here that feels like more of your potential. I think we all have that. And what happens is this thing called imposter syndrome, it literally like denies you your life. And these thoughts of who am I to do this?" or how stupid is that girl from high school who's going to see this going to think I am?" or how rude am I going to appear to the woman who I know from Carpool for offering this to her in a text? So that's one story. But the other story is this, if you actually believed this BS that your imposter syndrome is telling you, you would actually be fine, but you don't believe it. And so it doesn't sit with you well. It bothers you. That's how you know it's garbage. I don't feel bothered by the fact that I'm not a math person. It doesn't bother me. If someone calls it out, it doesn't bother me. If there are things that I think to myself that are gonna be like tougher for me to do if they involve too much math, it doesn't bother me because it, I know it. Then there are things that are like, oh yeah, like that's your next level. Like that, you can't do that. Who are you to play in that space or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, ooh, that bothers me. That bothers me, right? My soul's not okay with continuing to choose comfort like continuing to be like, yeah, yeah. My life is about what's my new show that I tell everybody I'm watching on Netflix. Yeah. My life is about, uh, you know, the fact that like everything feels really certain. It's like, that's, that's, that's BS. Like my soul goes, no, like I'm, I'm calling you out on this. Right. So you know, and you wouldn't be sitting here for sure. If that's, if that wasn't the case, but you, you know, That it's only your ego that has this imposter syndrome. There's a part of you that's like, no, I'm just actually, there are moments where I'm in my zone and it bothers me that I don't play there most of the time, right? We just took the kids to see Space Jam, which is not great, but LeBron James is just adorable. I could eat him with a spoon. And he says to his son at one point in the movie, his son like is feeling uh, defeated and he goes, bro, he goes, that's not what champions do, man. He's like, we live for adversity. We're like, let's go. Like, like, oh, now it's on. Oh, now it's on, right? Like, why does someone become the greatest of all time? Not because they hit every shot. It's because when they miss the point, they go, now I'm coming in hot. Like, it's what they do with the defeat, right? Everybody falls down. Like every, For every point that Jordan has scored or LeBron has scored, Think about all the points that they miss. It's when they miss the point, everyone else is using all that energy, all that bandwidth to be like, oh man, forget it. We're out. We're done. Who do I think I am? Everyone's in the stand. I just messed up my team. Instead, they're thinking to themselves, okay, this is the moment where I actually show my true colors, right? This just happened. So here's where I sort of like move in to battle, right? Instead of retreating. I move in. Okay. So the bad news and the good news is you have to make the offer every day or else you just have to decide and say to yourself, I don't have a business. Like if there's no offer being put out today, there is no business, right? You you have to be available or else your business doesn't exist for that day. And if you keep practicing that, then it's harder and harder to get back in the pool because you get cold. You don't want to go back in the pool, right? That water is not warm anymore. So you got to keep yourself feeling used to it. And that could feel like bad news. The good news is that the more that you keep flexing in that way, you start to slough it off when people say no to you. You start to change your identity of who you tell yourself you are. And when those girls DM you that they knew you from high school and they don't really think you're qualified or when somebody sees you at Thanksgiving and makes a comment, and you you just get to a point where you're like, Oh, that the exit is right there, and I'm I'm pretty sure that that's your move, right? Like you you get the benefit and the satisfaction of actually becoming somebody who can who can tolerate what it means to be a leader. You, you're voting for leadership, and as hard as those moments can be, there is something so soul filling and gratifying about identifying yourself continuously with actually being in a leadership position that it it outweighs, you get addicted to the feeling. You're like, I didn't come here to play small. So if this is what it feels like to be somebody who plays full out, I'm actually all in. I, I can't even tell you how many times I've gotten a comment or a DM or a bad review And it it reminds me like, oh, this is me actually being brave. Like this is me actually standing for something and putting myself out there. The very first Instagram post I posted, I put the link inside the caption and it was telling people about my podcast because I didn't have an Instagram before I had a podcast or an email list before I had a podcast. So I did it really messy. And a friend of mine said, oh, they can't click on that. That's not how Instagram works. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I made another graphic and then I didn't have any kind of like colors and I didn't have any kind of like format. And we started the podcast once a week after nine months, we were like, maybe we should add two episodes a week. Then about a year ago, we decided to do an episode every single day. We're always figuring it out. We've changed our artwork four times. I think that there's a little kid inside of each of us who has just really committed to this, like it has to be hard and it has to be perfect. And if it's gonna be hard and having to be perfect, I can't do it. But what if that's just not the way? What if it's about ease on down the road? What if it's about the actual way? The other side of the looking glass is I I let go. I let go of the shame. I let go of having to be perfect. I let go of having to make it hard. And I just go and do it. And then maybe what I get out of it is the amount of courage that will last me a lifetime. And, oh, yeah, I'll probably build my business, right? Which is awesome. Let's keep going. How many of you type a three if you do some kind of a course or a workshop? All right. So you're going to create a question about your course. Do you ever wish you could learn blank? Have you been wanting to better understand how to blank? Example. Have you been wanting to learn how to get your baby to sleep through the night? This mini workshop is great for someone who wants, example, this mini workshop is great for a tired parent who wants their kids to sleep well. Okay. Then we have a call to action. I have three spots available this week only. Are you guys starting to see the pattern? Okay. Um, DM me to take advantage of the special offer. So we're going to put it together. Have you been wanting to learn how to get your baby to sleep through the night? This mini workshop is great for tired parents who want their kids to sleep well. I have three spots available this week for mini workshop at a special rate, DM me to take advantage of this offer and you're going to do the three by three. Now, the reason I said mini workshop is because I think for some of you, you've built out a course and you have like a whole, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of video modules, but you guys might have a course built out where there's like seven lessons and it's over like a 14 week period who knows, but if you don't and you do want to eventually build a course that's $5.97 597 or 997 or 290s whatever you want it to be a great way to start is with a small workshop that might give you more feedback from people on how much they like it and teach people like three steps to social media three steps to conscious disciplining your child three steps to songwriting for film and tv like start there it's all about like what's the next thing that's going to keep you in motion do that all right, before we keep going, I just want to tell you about a podcast that I love and I know you're going to love. It's the Claim It podcast hosted by Trisha Huffman, a.k.a. Your Geologist. You might recognize that name because Trisha has been a past guest on this show. And in case you haven't heard that episode yet, which you definitely should listen to, let me just tell you a little bit about her because she has such an amazing story. While living out her first dream as a sound engineer touring the world with Grammy Award winning icons like Jason Mraz, she saw that every person she worked with, including people who think that they have it all, often don't always feel fulfilled or they don't always feel free of doubts and fears and worries every day. She saw that no matter how much you have or how many goals you meet, if you put your worth and validation and success outside of yourself... You're just going to keep chasing this thing. So the mission of her podcast is to remind you that it's up to you to claim your joy and your worth and your dreams and your feeling of enough. And you can do it right now because who you are and what you have is enough. On the Claim It podcast, Trisha goes deep into each guest's life journey to pull back the curtain on the reality of living your dreams with the hopes that it will empower you to get out of your own way and show up for the life that you want. She has a range of awesome guests, including her lifetime friend and client Grammy Award winning Jason Mraz, who I mentioned before, also bestselling authors like Bronnie Ware, who wrote the top five regrets of the dying, Denise Woods, one of the entertainment industry's top vocal coaches, and so many more incredible people, including me. So go check it out. Go to yourjoyologist.com slash Kathy to hear my episode. Plus you're going to get a 20% off code for Trisha's empowering product line. You have to see all of her cute stuff. It is so cool. You're probably going to want to buy a bunch of it and give it to some really cool friends of yours too. Okay. Type a four if you have a membership or you want to. Okay, so there's some of you to do. Awesome. Very cool. Okay, so we're going to create a membership uh, question. Do you ever wish you could learn blank? Have you ever been wanting to connect with people who love blank? So example, have you been wanting to connect with people who love to scrapbook? This gathering is great for connecting with people and together maybe doing or creating blank. So again, we're going through those pillars. We started with engagement, then it's a very clear like promise and then a call to action. I have three spots available, so we're gonna put it together. Have you been wanting to connect with people who love to scrapbook? This gathering is great for scrapbookers who wanna meet like-minded DIY creatives and work on projects together. I have three spots available this week only to meet up at this special rate. Now, we are at this point Again, if you already have a membership set up, you have a Facebook group, you already know what your, your sort of content looks like through the month, you know sort of how you've structured it, fine. But if you haven't yet or you want to get more people in, this is a nice way to get people in is by having one gathering, right? And maybe it's $11. And at the end of it, you can offer them to be a part of this membership that might be $47 a month, whatever it is you're going to post it. You're going to text it. You're going to email it. Okay. Next. We're almost done. Now, when it comes to the other things like a a podcast or a blog, we're not putting that right now in these offers because we want these to be a little bit more concrete. Because again, blogging is something that you can monetize. And so is podcasting, but that is done differently. It's not a... B to C business. It's not a business to consumer. It is more like other, other people maybe are paying you, or the way that your audience is buying from you is by buying your product, buying your membership, buying your course, etc. Okay. So those pieces are really going to help people. You know, when you're a kid and you're in kindergarten, people have done research, they notice that the kids love structure and it makes the kids feel really safe to have a container. So you sit down on the mat for circle time and you go over the calendar and the weather and the teacher reminds the kids every day. So we're going to start with reading. Then we're going to go to recess. Then we're going to have music today. Why? Because it makes them feel at ease. When you do something like that for your customer you make them feel calm. You make them feel like they can now buy in to this. They're used to that, right? The way that we've all bought things since the beginning of time is there is some sense of clarity. Do you need this? I do this. This is available here. This is the price. And here's how you get it. DM me, blah, 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 blah. Like the more you keep this feeling really clear and you're holding them right here and you're making it easy and there's no guesswork. I've seen people put offers out there and they're amazing offers. And it's like, so let me know. No, 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 not let me know. Nobody wants to let you know. They don't know what to let you know. Right. It's now like you're putting a stumbling block and then they might say like, that looks really pretty. And you're like, but nobody bought it. They don't know how to buy it. Like you need to realize like anything that's out there you go in, you want to buy a Tesla. It's like, here's the car. Here's the price. Here's what Tesla offers. It's electric car. You can buy it this way. You can lease it or finance. Like, you know, that's it. It's easy. Right. And I want you to take the overwhelm out of it. If you don't have the full fledged line of greeting cards yet, if you don't have it all figured out your menu of services yet, do this. I have three spots. For one session to help you declutter your closet. Go back through the made to do this process where you rinse and repeat a little bit of a beta offer. It's all beta. That's the secret. There will be another iPhone. What are we at now? 12? There's going to be a 24th iPhone. They're not done. So why do you have to be done? Where, where, where do you get the, the message that you're supposed to have it all figured out? And when you don't have it figured out, you stop trying to figure it out. You build the engine while you fly this plane. What you're short on right now, you have no momentum. You need momentum. In order to get momentum, you need data. In order to get data, you have to do that scary thing, which is called talking to other humans, right? And the reason I say you have no momentum, because some of you do have momentum, but I'm making a strong statement to try to push you into action. Let me put it this way. Even if you have momentum, because I know some of you do, how much more momentum would you have if you did this every single day? What's going to happen is a couple things. You're going to learn more about your offer. You're going to start hearing people say, I really don't want a class that's at that time of day. Oh, so it was the time. Or you're going to start hearing people say, I don't like gluten free cupcakes. Like, you know, and then you go, Oh, I'm reaching the wrong swimming pond, right? I need to go to a different swimming pond. I need to think about where are people, where are all my gluten-free moms at, right? You're gonna start learning about your offer. The other thing that's probably gonna happen even more likely, because the world is actually waiting for you. The world is waiting to rally around you. That's really my personal knowing. It really is my intuitive hit. So what's more likely You're just going to be more successful and you're going to be shocked that when you give people a clear way to buy, and when you are clear, this is what this is, this is what this does, and you own it. When you step into that and you claim something, you're going to find that people are just going to not only like it, but then it's going to give birth to the bigger offer. You're going to be like, okay, well, now I've done people's closets. What would I charge to do the whole house. Okay. Well, I'm going to break it down. Okay. I just did somebody's logo. What am I going to charge to do the whole website? Okay. I just did, you know, a one-on-one coaching session. This person loved it. What would I charge for a three month retainer? And that's a really exciting next level because you're going to then get uncomfortable again. You're going to charge something again and you're going to raise your price, but you have to, you have to go in, in order to do it. The other thing that we're gonna talk about now, which relates to Donald Miller's book, but it's also something very concrete, is when I just talked before about how your kindergartners need you to give them structure, they need you to hold a container. Your customer needs that. And your customer doesn't just want that in the sense of like a very clear way that you engage, solve a problem and call to action. When you look at brands across the board, you're going to see a lot of consistency. So even if you're going to change the colors or the font, and I say even if, because you will, like you will change the colors and the font and the logo and your Instagram bio, you're going to change those things. But you should take a stab at having colors, at having something that people keep recognizing that feels cohesive because it makes people feel that they have even more trust that this is something that is a thing. And of course you can change it six months later, a year later, but begin at least to create a world, to tell a story because it's not just the consistency of seeing the same colors on your Instagram and the same colors in your Canva image. It's that those colors also evoke a certain kind of feeling. And as we know, and I've said this to you before we never really buy the thing anyway. We buy how it makes us feel. And so those words, that script that we just gave you, as helpful as that is, what's going to help do a lot of the heavy heavy lifting is the subtext, is the subliminal imagery and feelings that people associate with what it is that you're saying you offer that goes so far. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that now. Okay. So this goes into understanding a little bit of how to take the the book that we read and bring it into your life in a concrete way. And it is a great book. And I know some of you have been reading it. Some of you can't finish it. You have too much to do. I do suggest that at some point you read the book because it's so, so helpful in building a business that actually breaks through the noise. In any case... What we're going to talk about today is how to create your branding by doing something that a lot of you have already done. So we're going to look at doing a vision board, but from a slightly different perspective. And if you've already done it, that's great because you're a little bit ahead. But we're going to look at like how, how we're going to analyze the information to bring your business to life. And so I would almost tell you, I'd like you to do it again because the intention is a little bit different and you could even take some of the things that were on your vision boards in the past, but I'd like you to sort of set out with a white canvas to do this again. And let me, let me talk you through it. So what I want you to do and and just go with me here, cause you're going to start to see how this actually all really adds up nicely. You're going to take either a physical poster board, white piece of oak tag, Or you can take like, you know, a big piece of paper or whatever you have, or you could do it digitally. You could use Canva or you could even make a Pinterest board and you're basically going to collect a bunch of things, but I want to give you some prompts. Okay. I want you just to be pulled towards what brings you joy. I'd love you to have some landscapes that you love on there. Okay. So this is, this is a little bit of direction here. So I'd love for you to get a piece of Oak tag or poster board. And I'd love for you to at least have a few landscapes. Some travel dream locations, some foods, pieces of clothing, objects that you think are beautiful, interiors that you love, some fonts that you like, and anything else that you find attractive. Now, there's a rhyme and a reason for those particular prompts. So some of you are going to put desert landscapes. Some of you are going to put, you know, mountains and trees. Some of you are going to put city lights, What's going to happen if you do these things and you just start pinning or pulling onto Oak tag from magazines, pictures of landscapes and travel locations and foods and articles of clothing and interiors. Like what, what we want you to do is we want you to analyze that. So when you've done that, and this is because we want you to create your first, it's just a, it might not be your first, some of you may have done it already nine times, but for the purposes of we're doing it together, this is our first attempt at you branding a little bit. So what do you notice on your board? What colors are most prominent? Are they light pinks? Are they sort of like earth tones? What colors do you notice? What patterns, what textures? Are you noticing that there's like a lot of ocean shots Right? And the ocean might really become a part of your brand. It might even start being in the title of your brand or the way that you name packages of things. What do you notice? Remember that your brand is an extension of who you are. And your customer, remember the big reveal of your avatar, your ideal client avatar is you. So the more that we pull from what's intuitively calling you, and then we take a derivative of that. And we start bringing that, weaving that into our colors, our fonts, our brand, the way we describe things, the world that we paint. We get to be Mary Poppins and we get to draw on the sidewalk and we get to invite people to jump into the sidewalk with us, depending on the mood we create and the world we create. And so that's going to do so much in the vibration and with the creativity. When you have that a little bit of color, a little bit of font, a little bit of consistency. And then you, you, you say that little script. One of those things is going to draw people in, in a way they don't even notice it's just subconscious. And the other thing is going to help them to actually concretely work with you. And again, this is an exercise in coming home to yourself and what feels good. So instead of making this hard and being like, but I don't know, but it's, there is no knowing here. There is, this is, this gets to just feel good. What feels good for now? You can change it later. Okay. So this is really fun because you're going to do this from the standpoint of having just made your board. I want you to circle four of the colors that you see the most on your mood board, because it might surprise you. The next thing I want you to do as you are exploring this is I want you to think of three brands that you actually love. I want you to think about Coke or Apple or Splendid or whatever the brands are. And I just want you to notice, like, what is it that you like about their colors or their fonts or or what's drawing you to them in terms of their branding, in terms of their branding? Okay. Like, what is it? What words do you feel that you associate or what colors, things like that. So you can visit their websites and and you can look at the colors that they're using and you can look at the way you're interacting with the feeling and the mood that they're setting up for you. Okay. And you'll start to see that there is about three or four colors. There's not nine colors. There's probably like three or four. And you'll notice that there's probably three or four words and those words are, echoed in the colors and those words are sort of a thread throughout. Now let's keep going. This next slide is really interesting. So let's look at the psychology of colors in branding. This is really cool. And the reason I put this at the end is because I don't want you choosing from the words that you read that associate with the colors. I want you doing it the other way. Don't cheat. Because if you look and go, oh, I'm all about growth, so I'm going to use green. No, you're going to let your heart walk you to what it's really about, right? Like, don't do it backwards. Go this way. But then what you will find out is what you naturally are maybe saying in the world. And maybe you wouldn't thought you would have chosen green, but maybe you really see a lot of orange. And that is actually helpful because when you do your mood board, you realize, yeah, my my program or my thing is really more about warmth and optimism than it is about growth and money. So that's a new way for me to understand myself. Right. Okay. So now you'll have a little bit more of what it is that you're doing with your brand, right? You'll have a little more awareness of like, Oh, so what's the story that I'm, what's the picture that I'm painting? And again, instead of feeling like all this pressure, like, oh, I have to write out a story, like it has to be Coca-Cola. And I have to know that, you know, it's all about, you know, Christmas and happiness and these big moments. And it started in 1886. It's like, no, 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 Even if in this box, you wind up writing words like this brand is really mystical and the, the difference between my program and other people's programs is that it really, you know, it makes people feel this, and the colors I use are like this. This is just really gonna help you as you continue to pull clues from this and you start to make something that has a feeling around it. It's going to start to seem extremely deliberate because it is why people use certain words and images and colors. And when they sell things, you're gonna realize oh, I could have bought jeans from The Gap but I went to All Saints. And the more you look at the branding, you're going to say 100% you're going to know you bought into the world that that brand sold you. If you think about the gap versus jeans that women buy, like Rag and Bone, Sevens, Uh, All Citizens, like all those kinds of brands tell different stories. I love Zadig and Voltaire and I don't buy their stuff all the time because it's expensive, but they have sneakers that are like $375. And the reason I buy those sneakers is because the shoelaces literally tell a story and the shoelaces will say things like girls can do anything or do more of what you love. And it's like kind of dumb. Like, do I really need my shoelace to tell me that I can do anything? Of course I don't. But isn't it amazing that women will pay $375 because of the story that's being told in those shoes? I just bought our entire team a pair of golden goose, because I'm insane, a pair of $560 sneakers. And the reason I bought them is because I always love to like surprise and delight this team with like fun things and buy them things that they wouldn't buy themselves. I bought these sneakers because. It says across the bottom, and it looks like a kid wrote it in Sharpie. It says, never stop dreaming. And that is why I bought the sneakers because I wanted to convey that story to my team. So $560, never stop dreaming. Buy it, take it to the bank. You don't realize that where you sit right now in the story in your mind that you got to work hard. You want to make more money, work harder. You want to make more money, convince more people. You want to make more money, talk more, prove yourself more. No, it's the opposite. You want to make more money, get creative, go inside, find that mystical, fun, looking glass edge over here, bring it up front, put that up here. Let that do the work, focus on the feeling, focus on the connection, take a Sharpie and write, never stop dreaming on something. Watch how people will buy it. People are there. There's a buyer at every price, and people pay more for high vibration. They pay more for creativity. They pay more when something feels branded, and they pay more when there's a story being told. So, if it didn't say "never stop dreaming," but they were glittery green shoes, I wouldn't have bought them. Well, they take it to the next level. Kimberly, do you remember what your shoe box looked like when you got the box? I'm gonna show it to you guys. (laughs) I'm gonna have to find it though, like because I got them weeks ago. So inside, when you open up the shoe box, this is what it says. I'm going to read it to you. Dear lover, your golden goose journey starts here. Fasten your seatbelt and enjoy it. This is a pair of shoes. Then it says, things I would like to do with my sneakers. Travel back in time, have no regrets, dance to the rhythm of the stars, and never be afraid. Then it says, today's mood, free-flowing, dreamy, fabulous, troublesome, lighthearted. Then it says, I feel like no one can stop me smiling from the inside out. It's time to shine. Golden happens. This is what's happening in this brand, my friends. So what what they're doing is they're not saying, let me tell you about the leather that we use. It's amazing that what they're not doing is they're not saying, come to my webinar so I can prove to you and explain to you why these shoes, these laces, they're so worth all this money they are not doing that. What they're doing is they're saying, never be afraid, never stop dreaming. And what happens is you're, you, the customer's looking at it going, what would I pay to be reminded of the feeling that I don't want to give up or stop dreaming? Oh, I'll pay $560. It sounds insane. It's completely not insane. It's the only way that we as human beings actually connect with each other. It's called, we are not logical. We are not logical. Write it down human beings are not logical. They are biological, biological. We are made of oxytocin, dopamine, cortisol, serotonin. We connect, we buy, we make friends. We learn through telling stories. We connect through our hearts. If you go to the most beautiful, right now we're staying at this gorgeous hotel. If the people who worked here were jerks, I wouldn't be having the experience I'm having. The reason I really like the hotel is because how everybody has been since we got here. Every single person is just like the way somebody who's managing this team is just doing a really good job. Because we were at another super fancy hotel before this, and I we left. I was like so uncomfortable. There was just something in the in the energy of it. So it's all energy. It's all energy, right? Have you ever been out with somebody in your life, whether it's like your stepmom or? Some boyfriend's parents, and everything's perfect, but the energy sucks. And you're like, I just would have rather gone to McDonald's and had a shake and sat on the lawn with you. Like, that was the worst dinner. I was so uncomfortable. Tension was so thick. You could cut it with a knife. We connect through the energy of things. And so, I'm telling you to lean into that. I'm telling you, I don't care if you don't have 15 samples of the product. I don't care if you didn't get your degree from Harvard. I don't care that you don't have the most perfect video, you know, modules. I care about the story you tell. I care about the world you create. And so, again, don't use this as an excuse to say, I'm not golden goose. I don't know what never Stop dreaming words I would use. Again, let's do something for me. Let's start to become really curious as opposed to really judgmental. We are so good at practicing being judgmental and watch yourself because the more judgmental you are with yourself, you're doing that with other people, right? That sucks. We don't want that in the world. You know, COVID is really contagious. So is judgment. It sucks, right? And it's everywhere. The way that the world will wake up tomorrow and be a much healthier place is if we all let ourselves be more compassionate with ourselves, right? Love your neighbor like yourself it says like yourself. Most people just don't do the like yourself part. And they're like, I don't know why I can't be, I can't give it up for my neighbor. It's like, we well, don't do it for yourself. Right? So I'd love for you to start applying a little bit of mindfulness, which means when you start to hear yourself, take you out of the game, like, oh, I will never be golden goose. Nobody will ever pay five sixty for my shoes. I don't have a brand. I don't know what Correct. Do you think that like in the first conversation they had sitting around a table that they were like, good to go and like, we got it. No, they started getting messy. They probably started with something. It probably started by just putting a star and a moon in Sharpie on a shoe. And then we're like, wait, we could put words or what would be interesting here? Give yourself the grace. And truly, if you want to make more money and you want to sell things that are higher end, That customer is less interested in how buttoned up you are and so much more interested in you taking the risk and using a word like you change the name of your business. My friend Lily is a professional organizer, but instead of calling her business, like something that had to do with like, you know, crates and containers, like something that feels really like in the actual box, literally she calls her business clutter healing Because she brings into her branding like the sage and she likes to help people to understand like the the bigger picture, right? And Marie Kondo, actually like very on the nose example. It's about joy, right? It's about joy. That's what people are obsessed with. Like at the end of the day, how you get to the cleaner closet, she's not doing it that that differently, except that one piece is different. Like hold it in your hand. Does it bring you joy? And then her whole book really is a path to joy. And so, I mean, it got her a freaking TV show point being, we need to start to play and we need to start to change the way we put values on things. And right now you're so conditioned. You're coming from an upbringing, like most, most school children, my kids, I don't want my kids to look at me when they're 25 and ever tell me that they're afraid to make a mistake or to not be creative I mean I just it makes me so emotional because there are so many I mean there's you right and there's so many people I see every day and they're just like trapped inside of this like iron casing which is keeping everybody just trapped in this position of like but it's not perfect, but I just keep questioning it. I keep questioning myself. It's like all that bandwidth keeps you from, how about lollipops? How about wings? How about angel's wings? Like that keeps you from that little tiny speck of an idea that next thing you know, you put the angel's wings on the side of your donut shop for people to take selfies. And the line's out the door and it has nothing to do with the donuts. It's because everyone wants to take that selfie, right? It's like we can't afford it. And I think the reason I'm so into teaching me to do this and my podcast is because I'm a creative person, right? Because I, I write songs. Like I like to play, like, I don't think that this program would mean this much to me or would be this program if I was, um, let's say, somebody who made money doing, I don't know, a million other things. I remember being in elementary school, and once a year, they would bring this big truck. It was like a, a portable, you know, those portable classrooms. And on the side, it's a kaleidoscope. But you got to go inside, and there were all these stations where you could make stuff. And I... I felt like I was in, you know, Alice in Wonderland or Willy Wonka's. I loved it. And then we would go back into school the rest of the year. And I was so bored. And I was like, this sucks, you know, and I wasn't great at it. Like I was such a C student. And then when I got to college, I graduated with honors. And like I was editor of my college paper because I was in an environment where like I got graded on things I wanted to do, right? I could take courses and and, in things I want books I wanted to read and I could I could do something. And I just can't believe the way that we've all been carrying around. We don't even recognize it. So then when I'm sitting here, you know, telling you to reach for something that actually feels good. It's so close. The door to your next level is actually so close. You don't even see it because it's too easy. It feels too easy. You're not looking there. You're looking over here. You're looking where it's hard. You're looking where you have to reach. You're looking where it's 15,000 steps ahead of you. None of it's there. None of it's there. It's all in this space where you just go, maybe the answer is lollipops. We're going to start giving away a lollipop. Maybe every pair of shoes we give there's like a bundle of lollipops and then every pair of shoes, just the bottom of the shoe. I mean, I'm doing it right now. You know, we'll have a different swirl. It's like, you could make shoes that are like, you know, that, you know, some of them are like purple and white and pink. And some of those are like, you know, red and green and yellow or what, you know, it's like, it's just so ridiculous how easy it actually is. It's so easy that we just skip over it and your mind isn't even on like to where you're seeing the clue. So I interviewed this girl on the podcast and she has kitty town coffee shop. And it was just because she like loves cats and she kept making her own coffee beans. And she was like, wait, you know, all the different lattes and all the different bags of beans can be named after different kinds of cats. So there's the tabby and there's the minx and there's the, this, and it's like, ding, 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 ding. People who love cats, like If you were going to get coffee and you could just go to a normal website and like go to Costco and buy your coffee, or you can go to a website where like every coffee comes with a little description of the kind of cat. And if you're really into like these tabby cats, then this is really the coffee for you. You're hooked. You're buying that coffee. It doesn't even matter if it's $6 more a pound, you're buying it. A hundred percent you're buying it, right? Like there's all these places you can drink coffee in West Hollywood. You should see, look it up. Google the cat cafe in West Hollywood. It ain't no slouch. It's like high end, like lush, like these pink feathered pillows. And it's like, so West Hollywood, like Paris Hilton, except cats everywhere, like 40 cats running around in the coffee shop. And you get to like literally adopt the cat while you sip on your coffee and you each get one to like pet. There's like literally the, you have to wait for a reservation. People can't even get in. It's like, they're dying. They literally don't even have good food. They just have cats in there. And Fred Siegel, first of all, you know, it dawned on me like a couple of years ago, like how did that become so trendy? Like that's like the name of an old Jewish man. That's who he is. Fred Siegel. And like, that becomes like the coolest store. That's so weird. You know why it's cool? Because you can buy a $95 t-shirt and have lunch. So people were like, "Oh, I can eat lunch in a store." That's interesting, right? And so nobody actually buys clothes there because it's over the top. There's never any sales. It's whatever. It's it's if it, it, some people buy clothes there, but it's it's people usually go there to see and be seen, right? They want to be seen, they want to see other people. They want to eat at Fred Siegel. And so all the Fred Seegels have a a a restaurant. I'm just saying you guys, you have this, but you took yourself out a long time ago. So make your offers, go start working towards the story that you're telling. And let's just take the pressure off and let's see what we're going to make happen from here. Okay. I can't wait to see. Bye guys. I hope that that was helpful. I hope that you got a lot from that. I think there was a lot of information in there. I'd love to hear if you felt that those were steps that that you want to take or that you could take. And if you get any results for yourself, let me know. Feel free. You can DM me on Instagram. I'm at kathy.heller. Kathy is with a C. And I want to keep being in the loop about how these things are going for you. Here are the takeaways. Number one, You're not doing anyone any favors by sitting it out, by not charging, by not giving them the impetus to take action. Number two, whatever we're not changing, we keep choosing. Number three, a person becomes the greatest of all time, not by hitting every shot, but by rising in the face of defeat. Number four, the little kid inside has committed to the idea that it has to be hard, that it has to be perfect. But what if it's not that way? You can ease on down the road and just let go. Number five, the world is waiting to rally around you. Number six, there's a buyer at every price. People will pay for the high vibration, the creativity, and the story that's being told. And number seven, the door to your next level is so close that you sometimes can't even see it. It's ridiculous how easy it actually is. All right, now we're going to celebrate some of our awesome alumni. So Nicole said, I had a major breakthrough from the universe and I had to share this win. I committed to do a 40-day self-love challenge a month ago for my new photo concept, Art of Mandology. During this time, I am creating and photographing 20 mandalas and affirmations. I did this pretty spontaneously because I'm the type of person who just works better under pressure and it was time to make a move. I didn't realize how hard this was going to be. I've been waking up at the crack of dawn to get it done some days while balancing clients and motherhood but I'm celebrating because a floral design studio came to me out of nowhere to teach a workshop. And I'm pinching myself since this has been on my to-do list to develop, but I was trying to find the time. I wanted to share some content. I also sold two offers this week where I photographed newborns and design a custom mandala with their birth flower. Thank you for all your guidance and giving me the courage to step up, listen to my intuition without looking back. I am so excited to have all of this come to life and evolve. Nicole, this is just incredible. I'm so proud of you for committing to this challenge and letting your intuition guide you. There's so much magic that's waiting to happen when you let yourself explore and follow the visions that come to you. I'm excited to hear what's coming next for your journey, so please keep us posted. You can all go give Nicole some love. Her Instagram is at Intimate Life Photography. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. I am fully aware that you have a zillion things you could do, instead of listening to this show. So it means so much that you're here. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow on Spotify or wherever you listen because I don't want you to miss out on the fun episodes we have coming soon. And if you feel so inclined, leave us a written review because it helps so many other people find this show. It helps us grow our visibility. And finally, if you wanna be part of the Quitters Club, if you wanna be able to quit that life that doesn't feel like it's serving you, then come join us. Go to kathyheller.com slash quitter. There's a lot of good stuff there for you. I'll leave you with a song of mine and I'll talk to you tomorrow.
1: When your car won't start, when you broke your heart, the lights all turn to red. When you pay the cost, when your dream gets lost, spinning circles in your head.